0: It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at quiz.fox. The fastest three hours in radio. You're with Brian Kilmeade.
1: I'm here because um, this is going totally wrong. It is a show and the whole nation media is calling it a show. It's racist. It's biased. There should be a
0: mistrial. Without our voices, I, I just feel like we need to show them that we're not playing and we're here and we are listening. We're watching. And yeah, I'm here to stand up for what's right. And I believe that he should use time for what he did. I'm here um, to support the calls for Kyle to go to prison for a very long time.
1: Wow, uh, that is some of the protesters, can I add delusional, outside the courthouse. But sadly, their voices and the screams are being heard by the jury uh, inside the courtroom, and I fear that it's going to play a role in this verdict. Let's bring in uh, Fox News superstar Tucker Carlson. His show is 8 o'clock Eastern time, and he's at a secure location. He will appear at the Patriot Awards tonight as we broadcast to you now just outside the Hard Rock Theater where this will take place. Tucker, welcome back.
0: Oh, Brian, I'm in the car coming to see you right now, actually.
1: Are you really in a car? How big is this car? Is it, is it, uh, and it, do you travel in a caravan? Like, do you, are you surrounded?
0: Well, it's, it's, a, it's a sprinter van, obviously, because you couldn't fit all my living room furniture in a normal town car. And then you've got <laughs> requisite ambulance, <laughs> some of the security vehicles, and then the the helicopter. Um, but yeah, you know, just a normal kind of commute.
1: It sounds like Biden in Glasgow. Our our carbon 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 footprint is huge today Right, and that really upset me But I booked you anyway because you make a lot of sense (laughs) So first off, am I wrong to fear Am I wrong to fear that these these protesters Knowing that Kenosha was burned down a couple of years ago Might be infecting the jury process
0: Well, that's the whole point of it I mean, they say that out loud You know, do our bidding or we're going to burn the city down you know, obey or will hurt you. So you have to look. I mean, let's be totally honest here. That, that trial wasn't a close call. I mean, anyone who watched it, millions did, saw the prosecution's witnesses make the defense's case that this was self-defense. That's the question. There were two questions in the trial. One, was he carrying the weapon illegally? No, it turns out, according to Wisconsin state law, he was not. so The judge dismissed the charge. The second question you have to ask is, did he act in self-defense? At which point, trial's over. Self-defense is legally allowable has been for thousands of years, there's no question there. In all three cases, all three men he shot were threatening his life. One said out loud, I'm going to kill you. So there's not really a lot for the jury to think through here, but they've taken more than a day. Why is that? Well, obviously they're afraid. They saw what happened in Los Angeles after the Rodney King trial, it burned the city down. So that's an indelible lesson. They burned, you know, countless cities across the country two summers ago. That's the point of this. It's mob justice, and if you allow it to continue, then you don't have a civilization anymore. You've got a place where the most violent people get what they want, and everyone else has to obey. And that's like not civilization. In fact, civilization exists to stop that—the might makes right mentality—that you know is the natural state of man. You don't want that, and we're getting it. It's really scary. Where's the Justice Department, by the way? Don't we have an Attorney General, Merrick Garland? You know, I know a lot of people who know Merrick Garland, they tell me, oh, he's so moderate. Really? The guy's like a lunatic. He's like a <laughs> nutcase. No, no, for real. Because he for comes real. off totally you have, different. You had last week in New York, a Black Lives Matter leader said to the newly elected mayor of New York, if you enforce the law, we will cause fire and bloodshed. In other words, we're going to kill people if you enforce the law. So, like, wait a second. You know, that's in the, First of all, it's a crime because it's a threat, but it's also an attack on our legal system. Where was the Justice Department? Well, they just ignored it because Black Lives Matter is their militia, so Black Lives Matter gets to do whatever they want. So, like, I, I, I'm really worried about the fundamentals here. It's not just about Kyle Littenhouse. Of course, you know, you hope that he gets justice in his case because you hope justice is always done, but it's much bigger than that. It has to do with what kind of country you want to live in. Do you want to live in a country where violent people, arsonists, murderers get to decide who's guilty and who's innocent? No, you, you actually don't want to live in that country. You really don't.
1: So, so here's why I'm optimistic. And by the way, I got your monologue last night. We kind of knocked it. You knocked it out of the park. And basically, on this same issue, move yourself away from the play-by-play of the court trial. What does it mean in the big picture? How do we get here? But here's why I feel better about the direction of the country, because we tried that hold to fund the police. they are even outside Corey Bush and these outliers. They know not only is that political death, but it is also the end of a city. And in New York City, they just invented, they just elected a mayor that at the very least understands that he's got to get law and order. And I believe that now Kenosha has got 500 National Guardsmen they should have had they, had. they didn't want one from President Trump. They realized they overstepped. I think America is correcting. I think that off-year election shows me that they will not be manipulated by 85% of the media. They're making their own decisions, Tucker. And do you see us self-correcting?
0: I sure hope so. I mean, I've thought from the very beginning that almost no one was for this stuff. I mean, no sane curses for, quote, defunding the police. Having better police? Yeah, everyone's for that. But getting rid of the police? No, no one's for that. Judging people on the basis of their skin color above all else? No one's for that. You know, that's crazy. That's Rwanda. No one wants it. I never th- I've never thought anyone wanted any of this crap. The problem is that the people who do want it are the ones with all the power. So, they kind of get to do what they feel like doing. And I just hope that people resist nonviolently, but firmly. Resist this stuff. Resist. Like, there's no reason that any American citizen should put up with this stuff at all. And I and I do think, like, I'm definitely against 17 year olds, you know, running around the streets with guns. I just am. I'm, I think Kyle Rittenhouse is innocent, but in general, I don't want to live in a country where, you know, people with guns are walking the streets. I, and, and I say that as a, a you know, a fanatical supporter of the second amendment, but I want order and common peace. That's the point I'm making. So, right. I, I, I just, right.
1: So a couple of things, you, uh, this soundbite I want to replay because it's just worth it. The prosecution reaching to the point where it's totally a farce. I would think this is an SNL skit. Eric, uh, who's back in New York, we're here in Hollywood, Florida, the site of the Patriot Awards that are going to be starting in a few hours. Tucker Carlson will be one of the, uh, the featured presenters. He'll be featured here, so he's making his way uh, our direction. But, Eric, if you pull up that soundbite, when the prosecution tries to minimize the threat against Kyle Rittenhouse... So, uh, and the and the way in which he recounts the moments before he would take out this mental patient. Oh, let me tell you all the awful things Joseph Rosenbaum did. He tipped over a porta potty that had no one in it. He swung a chain. He lit a metal garbage dumpster on fire. Oh, and there's this empty wooden flatbed trailer that they pulled out in the middle of the road and they tipped it over to stop some bear cats and they lit it on fire. Oh, and he said some bad words. He
0: said the N-word.
1: Tucker, when I was listening to that live, I said, we got to pull that back. Number one, you have played this. Think about a prosecution that says, I have a great idea. Let's minimize the carnage and destruction and let's also bring up the N word and pretend it wasn't wasn't it's harmless. When everything in this country has been about race and that N word is the third rail.
0: Well, it's deranged. I, I was I was having to be watching this Senate and I was completely confused. But this isn't a private citizen. This is the government's own lawyer. This is a this is a state employee. This is a guy representing the force of American law, representing our justices. He's the prosecutor. And he's telling us that rioting is no big deal. And, and by the way, the racial slurs thing was just bizarre, but actually it's not bizarre because the truth is that word's everywhere. It's everywhere. You hear it constantly. It's all over the radio. People use it all the time, but only certain people are allowed to use it. And look, I, I'm against that word. I've never used it. I think it's super ugly, you know. But the truth is standards and especially laws must be applied evenly across the population. They apply to every American citizen no matter what you look like. That's the basis of our system. And so if you wake up one morning in a world where certain people get to do certain things because of how they were born and others don't, then really it's kind of falling apart. Like these are, these are not small things. These are the core principles of the country. And what he's basically saying is Joseph Rosenbaum gets to use the N-word because he's a Biden voter. He gets to burn things because he's a Biden voter. I mean, Joseph Rosenbaum is so much more appalling than any person who was arrested after January 6th in Washington, and yet they're defending him? What? They're defending a child rapist who was screaming the N-word and tried to kill a kid? Okay. You know, but what they're basically saying uh, is, uh, yeah, right. normal. They don't apply. The rules don't apply.
1: He literally was getting out of a mental hospital. He, they started to say, well, he's such a little guy. He weighs about 130 pounds. You could easily knock him over. Do you see the rage in that guy's face? Has anyone ever <laughs> has anyone seen people uh, fight? You see that guy? That guy was to be feared, and he, need to be, he needed to be uh, arrested, and he clearly wasn't. So, Tucker, just real quick, I know you're coming to the Patriot Awards, um, and it's rare to get you out these days. Why was it important for you to be here?
0: Well, it wasn't important. I wanted to go. They said, Killmead's going. I said, Brian Kilmeade? I said, There's no chance. I <laughs> mean, the guy hosts a morning show for three hours every day. Then he hosts a three-hour radio show. Then he does primetime hosting all the time. He doesn't have time for the Page Awards. They're like, yep, Killmead's doing it. And so I thought, man, I don't know a person with a busier schedule than you. And If you're doing it, I'm doing it. I went in on that.
1: Really? Plus I don't the, believe a I mean, word yeah, of it, but, but this, I'm going to take it and use it as a promo. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> I hope so. It's heartfelt.
1: Right. So how are you feeling, first off? Uh, I know you've been playing in pain. I doesn't look it on the air, but I know people behind the scenes. I, I know and I know f- directly what back pain is like. So how are you
0: dealing with it? I feel great, actually. I had back surgery two weeks ago exactly, to the hour. In fact, two weeks ago, right now, I was coming out of the operating room. Um, and I feel great. I feel amazing. I didn't want to get back surgery. I spent a month in bed trying to avoid it. I have a bedroom right off my studio, luckily, so I just stayed there and limped to the studio and did my show every day. Wrote the scripts lying on my side of my iPhone. Um, just all trying to avoid surgery and then I slipped and fell and totally destroyed the disc in my back. and I had no choice, so I just wound up in the hospital and they took it out. And Amazingly, it worked. I think I had the only successful back surgery in human history. You hear these horror stories, but Mine was perfect and it worked. A Guy called John Cassidy in Sarasota did it. Man, that guy's a genius. I texted him and said you're a genius, and he's such a surgeon. He was like, oh, yo, okay. you know, like they don't like praise, but he deserves <laughs> it because it worked.
1: So true or false, you hosted the next day?
0: Yeah, yeah, I did, I did. And but you know, I'm very anti-drug. I've been sober for well, 20 years actually, and um, I'm just not. I'm not for drugs, you know, at all. And I wound up. Eating opioids like an animal, like that's—I was just like reduced to an animal state. So much pain, yeah. and um, yeah, i you know, and it's just—it's it, not to whine, and I'm actually not a whiner about pain. I really try not to be. So I asked so you, for the record. Yeah, yeah, it was bad, and the opioids don't help, and and whatever. So I just, I just didn't have a choice, and uh, and but I'm just so grateful. I mean, I know I actually know someone personally who died ultimately because of back surgery. You know, you hear these stories, you see these experiences people have and it's just like the one thing I didn't want. Um, and I'm really kind of a peasant anyway in my attitudes. I don't don't like medicine, I don't like doctors. I don't you know what I mean? I just like to be outside. Right. I don't I don't like anything unnatural. But I, again I didn't have a choice and it turned out to be one of the great blessings of my life.
1: It's yeah been, and I now you're back it. in action ready to go. Right. Even if you don't yeah. need it, just go get back surgery. You're actually better for it. <laughs> Um, is that what you're saying?
0: (laughs) Listen, lastly, this, I mean, everyone should, I can actually feel the stitches (laughs) in my back right now. I haven't, my wife said to me, what'd they do to your back? I said, I don't know. And I don't want to know. Like it's your back. You're not supposed (laughs) to know what's going on back there. Like if you were your eyes, would be back there, but they're not. So I'm just ignoring the details.
1: I'm trying to think what passage in the Bible that's from. If you wanted to see right. your back, you would have been able to. <laughs> I'm,
0: just, Wait, I'm trying the, to think if that's otherworldly. What do you mean? It's the first chapter of the Bible. It's Genesis 1. It's Adam <laughs> and Eve eating from the tree of what? Ignorance? No, Brian, kill me. Eating from the tree of knowledge. You can know too much. That's the first lesson of the Bible. That's the very first lesson. See,
1: you know, my problem, I focus too much on Corinthians 2. And that's my issue, and, <laughs> and and I tend to get stuck there. Uh, so listen, Tucker, does it now? We're talking now. Does this mean you won't talk to me later, or have I used up my Tucker time when you get you here joking? to to the Patriot uh, Awards?
0: Dude, these are just the hors for the long, deep conversation about the future <laughs> of the country, even sexuality, Bitcoin. Like we're going to hit all the really deep issues backstage. I can't wait. Right.
1: All right, I I will say this. Tucker did break ground when he made me realize that after you have kids, uh, women don't need you anymore, so you better get on your best behavior as a a spouse. And I think that changed my life. And and you still hold
0: to that? Are you kidding? You have to – it's super easy to make them stick around when they have dependent children in the house. But the second the kids leave, you've got to make an affirmative case for your own usefulness. I have been so much more (laughs) – Entertaining and nicer since my kids left. It's like if this chick took off on me, and she, you know she's fifty-two, like it could happen. I would be dead. So no, no, no. I, I I'm wooing her harder now, thirty years in, than I was when we were kids. I mean it too.
1: Okay. All right, 1-800-Flowers or Pro-Flowers. That's what Tucker's doing as soon as he hangs up with me and gets out of his caravan. Uh, Tucker, glad you're okay. Thanks so much for joining us. We'll see you at the Patriot Awards tonight at the Hard Rock. This is going to be a great event. Another reason, besides your series, um, another reason to get Fox Nation. Thanks so much, Tucker.
0: See you in an hour. See you, man.
1: Okay, back in a moment.